Sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an update. Download episodes of previous shows. It's the KOP Aftermath. Get, get ready. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. Yo, 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 what's crack like? This is Big Soup, yo, double G. Yo, what's going on? This is Drizzy G. Radio. We're taking over the radio. You're locked in with KOP. It's going down. It's crazy. What's, what's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you're listening to my station. Powered by the Core 94. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of Emory, of course, and of course, Lucas Stage fans of KLP Entertainment. Welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. This is the KLP Aftermath with your uh, live host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back into the studio. Welcome back to the radio uh, station. Welcome back to the radio show. We're back. I'm again, I'm humbled. I'm blessed. Uh, very, very happy to be back for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, beautiful, beautiful Wednesday. Hopefully you guys are ready for another exciting podcast, and I hope that everyone's been having a fantastic day. I know we have here in the studio and in the building at HQ of KLP Entertainment, we've been doing a lot. Um, today has been a, a very great, productive day because we've been uploading a lot of stuff. I know a lot of our fans on our YouTube channel, uh, they tweeted at me and they say, hey, you guys are really you guys really booking. You guys really working today. Yes, we're working hard today just to push content out there for you guys because, you know, it's the year 2022. Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to be bringing back uh, the show. So excited to be doing this great show for you guys live at HQ for Emory. Of course, we've got uh, quite a few new equipment here in the studio as well. So hopefully you guys, you know, Hopefully you guys enjoy it. I, I genuinely enjoy doing this show for you guys. Of course, today is a special day because um, it's a little bit of housekeeping for KLP Entertainment. But today's a special day because today is the day that I hear that the Oxford Emory Eagles will take on the George Burnett Grizzlies uh, in basketball today starting at 7 p.m. I will be there to uh, watch the game so I can premiere a, a special podcast episode for you guys tomorrow, January 13th. Rest assured, that's still going on. Um, for, for, for my understanding right now, uh, they haven't canceled the game due to COVID or nothing yet. So I'm excited for it. And of course, uh, I'll be watching the game and I'll do a podcast special to just talk about the game and to talk about uh, the two colleges in general. There's no uh, agenda about it. There's no, I think this school is better than the other school. It's none of that. It's just giving you guys great content to talk about two schools because uh, I did graduate from George Gwinnett College, uh, four-year degree. I went in for four years, graduated within four years, and got a bachelor's degree in business. And now we are working uh, with Emory uh, University Systems when it comes to um, our business. So that's why we're doing it, because you have two institutions that I am a part of. One I used to be a part of, I'm, I'm alumni, and then one is our current partnership right now ongoing still active so that's why we wanted to bring you guys a special podcast because i thought it'd be fun i thought it'd be a great podcast um i think this actually the special might be a special podcast that we're going to do and i think that's just going to be tomorrow's podcast uh simply because we are actually back in the studio uh we're running the next episode through uh next episode of the black code through our engine tomorrow so we're going to be busy doing that so i think we're going to i think i want to have that be the big podcast for tomorrow and you know friday saturdays sundays 
uh, and Mondays, we don't do podcasting because we do other uh, things within our business anyway. So that's what I think is going to happen. I'm super excited about that. So we're counting down the hours uh, till I run over there to Oxford and and to, to watch the game and to really critique Um, get ready for the special podcast episode. So very excited for that. Um, It's a great time uh, to be, you know, well, it's a great time to be alive, but it's a great time to come into the former radio because a lot of people are getting into the radio game, uh, the radio FM game, and it's it's fun. I, I encourage everyone to start their own radio st- their own radio show, their own radio podcast, whatever it is. I, I, I hope that people are into it for sure. So you guys didn't want to hear me babble about KLP Entertainment News. Of course, you guys wanted, you guys clicked on the episode because y'all wondering what KLP Kennedy Lucas is going to be talking about here today. And of course, this is a fun fact. Did you know of the day? Of course, you guys know how we do it. Every episode we find a, uh, did you know, uh, segment of the day. And, you know, this is kind of, this kind of goes out to the older uh, generations out there when it comes to music, of course. Um, This group I know of, I haven't listened to any, well, some of their songs I listened to before, but uh, this 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 girl group. I, I can't say I'm an avid fan for for this girl group because I wasn't part of that generation when this girl group came out. So I can't say, oh, I'm a part of that generation. I know I listen to every uh, single songs, and we're talking about the Spice Girls. Now I do again. I know the Spice Girls. I know who's in the Spice Girls. I listen to about I want to say three songs from the Spice Girls. But that's just it. So I, I can't come out here and say I'm an avid fan of the Spice Girls. I know all their albums and their CDs and their music. I can't say that because, number one, I wasn't in that generation when the Spice Girls came out. Uh, I was a little bit behind that generation uh, in terms of music uh, waves. So, of course, here's a, a fun fact for you guys. Of course, the Spice Girls were originally a band called Touch. When we first started with the name Touch, we were pretty uh, we were pretty bland. Mel C told The Guardian in 2018, of course, we felt like we had to fit into the mold there. And that's why they called the name the Spice Girls. I think the Spice Girls name is better than Touch. I think, like MC said, uh, excuse me, Mel C uh, said, you know, in the interview, the Touch. My band is called Touch. Very, very bland. There's no creativeness to it there's no uh taste to it there's no 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 spice to it pun intended there there's no spice to it so of course the spice girls was was it came about and i like we it, it's a household name when you think of the spice girls you think about a great group you think about great music you think about the artists you think about a little bit with r&b so it's a lot that's going on for that for sure um so i'm glad that they change it to the spice girls because um that is a great name for a band uh, like many other bands out there hopefully you guys are listening to swanky aura that is my band we got here of course new album coming out next month of course interstellar of course swanky aura shout out to them shout out to william richardson shout out to alonzo shout out to terry magic shout out to uh, the, the Swanky Records in general because we worked really hard on that album a couple months back last year 2021 and now we're premiering it for you guys in this year 2022 so shout out to them for sure shout out to the Spice Girls if you're somehow watching uh, the show here today of course parents of Jeopardy contestant Brandon Smith sued hospital for wrongful death of course 
uh, Smith's uh, parents alleged that doctors' failure to prescribe their son blood thinners uh, following his surgery resulting in the blood clot that causes his death. Of course, parents of late Jeopardy winner Brandon Smith filed a lawsuit on Monday against Nevada, <clears throat> excuse me, Nevada Hospital, where their son underwent surgery last year, allegedly, uh, excuse me, allegedly, excuse me, medical malpractices by staff uh, to lead to his death. Deborah and Scott Smith are seeking damages in uh, in what they allege was wrongful death by uh, of their son, who died unexpectedly last year. According to the lawsuit filed in Clark County District Court, doctors and nurses uh, staff at St. Rose uh, Dominican Hospital failed to give Smith um, anti- Cogelance. I had to slow down on that one, y'all, because I know it's funny. And, and and I say this real quick because when I do shows and I'm reading our script uh, from the articles and they use bigger words that I, I can pronounce if I just slow down, uh, I tend to go really, really fast and I butcher the name. So I don't even know if that's the correct uh, pronunciation of this drug. Um, I'm not a doctor, so maybe doctors can say it more fluently. I did it the best I can, but I, I say that because I get clowned a lot, uh, believe it or not. And I, I'm looking at Tyrus Lester over there. He's laughing behind the camera, y'all, because he knows what I'm talking about. A shout out to T-Man. Uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a feeling, man. It is one of those things that it just... I have to slow down with our script. So uh, hopefully I've said that right. Uh, it's a type of blood thinner meant to prevent blood clots following January 2021 surgery to remove his colon. Uh, his parents allege, of course, Smith died about three weeks later in a bilateral. Here's another one, T, another big word for you. Uh, bilateral pulmonary emboli. Uh, I suck at these pronunciations. I'm sorry. Uh, multiple uh, blockages in the lung arteries caused by blood clots, blood clots uh, the suit says. So it's an unfortunate thing. Um, it, it could be true. Uh, you know, it's a lot of things that goes around with this. Uh, it's one of those things that, hey, you know, it could happen. It could really, really happen. Um, you know, people, they do the best they can. They do things um, to the best of their ability. And then sometimes it, it kind of, it's unfortunate for doctors and nurses because when you're in surgery, it's a very tedious job. You got to make sure things are right. Because if something goes wrong, then that patient blames you for what went wrong. So um, it's the unfortunate thing here. And I, I hope um, that, you know, there's a resolution to it. It sucks that, you know, um, the hospital's getting sued, but it sucks that, you know, the Scott family, the parent, they lost their son. So it's a, it's that fine line, like who would win this, this case? Because it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of alleged, um, alleged, uh, accusations. There's a lot of storytelling to it. So, um, I really do hope there's a good resolution to where there's peace. Um, you guys know how we do. We like to advocate peace on the show. So uh, I really do hope that for sure. Um, but, you know, it, you know, it's it's a sad occasion. It really is a sad occasion for sure. Trying to keep uh, the peace out there in the environment, of course. Now, I wanted to talk about this one thing before we get to the next segment, T, because um, when I got to the got to my house last night, you guys know I watched The Breakfast Club 
on YouTube a lot. Um, I shout out to the Breakfast Club. I, I don't know if they're watching the show, but uh, I wanted to talk about this because they had this. This was a funny segment that they did, um, of course. And this is kind of relating to hip hop news. And I'm trying to dabble into hip hop news a lot more when it comes to our shows, because um, hip hop is one of my favorite uh, genres. I love hip hop when it comes to music, uh, TV shows, movies, um, podcasting. I love when people talk about hip-hop it really gets me going and I wanted to talk about this shout out to the breakfast club because on their show they talked about the hit rapper Nelly and I wanted to tackle along this conversation because I I don't know if this is legit or not as well of course so it's been said and this has been it's been all over the news but I follow the breakfast club and they kind of took their they gave their own little perspectives on this of course it's been said that Nelly was at a bowling alley and left a bag of three, uh, excuse me, $300,000 inside the bag laying around. A woman found the bag and knew it was $300,000, but she returned it to the hit rapper Nelly and Nelly rewarded her with $100. So the question does become, if you found that type of money, would you return it to the original owner or would you uh, keep it for yourself? Now, and here's my answer to that question, because uh, my answer to the question is it can go both ways. It really can go both ways with it, because um, I don't I, I think it was Angela Yee that said that if there were a lot of cameras around the building of the bowling alley, of course, Nelly probably would have uh, figured it out ran the cameras back to see who stole the bag and found the person and then now cops are called and then now there's a whole case and then now you might go to jail so she brought that good point up but of course uh, I don't remember if it was Charlamagne God or DJ Envy they said that oh we'll just keep it because that's money I mean $300,000 that is a lot of money uh, Charlemagne the guy did say he doesn't believe the whole story I'm with him on that as well because Nelly is a He's a good rapper. He's a good producer now, but he used to, he, and I say he used to be a good rapper because he I haven't he haven't been making any more music, um, but he has been you know producing a lot. So that's you know producers. I'm a producer too. We we make some good money producing projects. So I, I get the producing game, kind of like an investor. Um, but Charlemagne the God says that he didn't believe the story, and I'm with Charlemagne the God on that one because. Um, if it was me, if I was a hit rapper, producer, director, I wouldn't have money just laundering around like that in a bag. I would put it up in a bank account. I would invest it in something. I wouldn't have it just lingering around. So that's why uh, Charlemagne the God said he didn't believe the story. I don't believe the story, too. I think it was here's my just pers- my perspectives of it. I think they're in a lot of people and it sucks, but a lot of people are doing a lot of crazy things for clout. Um, and it is a, 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 it's a business. People do things for clout because clout helps their business. I understand. I get it. Um, but that's just my, my opinion on it. I think it's just a story to get people on these radio shows, get us podcasters, us radio people talking about this, this segment or the, the situation that goes on. And now they're in the social media realm and now they're getting clout on their social media, maybe. So that's why I say, okay, this might have been a story, uh, a false story, because if you are a hit producer, you're not just leaving money willy nilly out there in a duffel bag, especially if it's $300,000. Now, if it is true, hypothetically, if this story is true, 
Um, I, if I was the rapper and I genuinely left a lot of money like that on the table and someone returned it with the kindness of their heart, um, I will reward them a little bit more than $100. Now, granted, Charlemagne the God said, if you are doing things with the kindness of your heart, you should not expect a greater reward. I get it. I understand it. It's one of those things where I, my, one of my uh, friends, Aaron, she said this yesterday, actually, um, humble pie is the best pie. So maybe they had good intents. Maybe she was staying humble. And I honestly, I, I believe in God. So I believe in good intentions. I believe in good karma. Um, so maybe in the future, she will be blessed with great karma in her lifetime. The, the woman who, who found the duffel bag full of 300, 300K. So there's different ways you can, you can kind of go about this scenario, different ways that you can kind of spin it. Um, if it was me, I probably would have reward her $1,000 out of that $300,000. It's just what I would have awarded her uh, if I genuinely... Uh, left money out there on the table so it's just it's the fine line is one of those things that you know what you believe in how do you believe in it what do you want to do with it it's just one of those those scenarios so it's just you know it's, it's very interesting to talk about because uh that's the topic of conversation good culture but it's just one of those things like dang like it's a lot of money that someone's just leave willy-nilly so I, I don't get it but people really do leave money like that for sure next we're going to talk about some tech news ladies and gentlemen of course according to the verge of course gm is creating an online used car marketplace it's called car bravo another car uh place where you can buy a car of course we have carvana we have carmax we have drive time, and now GM, GM is creating an online used car marketplace called Car Bravo. Of course, um, the use of the car market is red hot, and it, it really is because a lot of these companies are do, are doing cars online where you can go and shop for a car and get it delivered to your your home. So it's a hot it's a hot market right now. A lot of people are dabbling into that. It seems that General Motors wants to compete squarely with used vehicle sites like Havana. Of course, with a new website called Car Bravo. Of course, GM is beginning to enroll dealers now to be a part of the site, which is scheduled to launch spring of 2022, according to the press release. Of course, Car Bravo will not only let shoppers look at inventories from both dealers and GM's central stock of used vehicles, but will you will also let people shop for non-GM used vehicles. Of course, Steve Carlisle, the GM's EVP and president of GM North America said in a statement that it could help better take on Carvana, which just announced that it just sold 1 million cars on other sites such as CarMax and Broom. I forgot Broom is another one. I really forgot Broom was another one. Which let people shop across different uh, car brands. The rise to the direct, uh, excuse me, the rise to direct to consumer brands like Tesla, uh, Lucid, and have undermined it, uh, the more traditional dealership and franchise system. So, Car Bravo could be a way for GM to dip its toes into the direct to consumer strategy. Very, very interesting for that because you know a lot of people are dabbling into uh, well, companies they're dabbling into buying cars right then and there on an app on a website getting it delivered to you um and i know some of my friends actually have tried carvana carvana and they love the experience they've had with carvana um 
I'm actually thinking about doing that as soon as uh, I get up to that level where I'm ready to sit. And my car is pretty, really, really nice now. So I, I don't plan on selling my current car, but uh, well, anytime soon. But if I ever come to that, I might take advantage of these these ideas of not going to a dealership and actually going to the app and getting your car delivered to you. I think it's a faster way. It sucks for a lot of dealerships because when you, and I've had the experience and I can come on and say, I've had that experience to where um, I went to a dealership. I went to actually Haynes Automotive, not a sponsor, but Haynes Automotive in Lawrenceville, Georgia to get my current car that I'm driving now. And it was a it was a fun experience because it was just me going out there by myself. I didn't have my parents. I didn't have my brothers and sisters. I didn't have my friends come with me. I genuinely went up to the dealership and I knew what I was doing, too. I had a strategy of how I was going to do it. I had a very old 2003 Red Ford Focus. Um, that was the before the business had boomed for KLP Entertainment. So we were, we were in that 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 situation. Um, but I went there to Haynes Automotive. And the experience of going to a dealership, looking around, shopping for your car is a great experience because you feel like you're making, and I know people say, oh, you're getting ready to sign your life away, but you're making that great experience of the dealership and looking around the cars and shopping what you're going to, what what your next car is going to be like. But a lot of people are turning over to the uh, direct to consumer strategy to where an app a website you can shop you can you put in your your credentials your information and then they show you what you can get qualified for and then things like carvana you ain't even got to leave your house to do it you can stay in your home shop for your next car and get it delivered to you and then take your old car so it's that's also a good experience again i have friends who dabbled in an, in an experience like that like i say i might be looking into it in the near near future um but it's one of those things that um companies they're 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 following the market and i always say to all of my business people out there follow your market whatever your market is and if it's a good market follow that market dabble into the market because a lot of people are being very competitive in the strategy game and gm they're taking a stab at it with car bravo so i i wish gm the best of luck we'll see how it goes um, but you know, it's just one of those things for sure. So that's going to wrap it up here on today's show. We won't talk about sports today because we're getting ready to head over to Oxford College of Emory University to watch, of course, the Emory Oxford Eagles take on GGC Grizzlies the 13th tomorrow, January 13th. We're going to be doing a very special podcast. Uh, talk about the game and talk about the two canvases and its future. It's going to be a great podcast. I'm going to have a lot of fun doing that podcast. So um, the first ever special from KOP Aftermath. So I'm super excited for that and just look forward to it, guys, because we're it's coming. That that special podcast is coming. So that's going to wrap it up here at KOP Aftermath. Hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel if you're watching us on Spotify video, YouTube, and Daily Motion, all at KOP Entertainment. And also, if you're listening to us on the radio stations of Swinky 93.3 or Emory 94.6, please share it with your friends, uh, letting you guys know that we were live during a podcast here today. As always, I like to say, stay safe, drink water every 15 minutes, continue to practice social distancing so you can fight off the spread of COVID-19. As always, stay safe and stay swinky.
It's the KOP Aftermath. Get, get ready. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. Yo, 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 what's crack like? This is Big Snoop D-O-Double-G. Yo, what's going on? This is Drizzy J. Radio. We're taking over the radio. You're locked in with KOP. Kennedy Lucas. It's going down. It's crazy. What's, what's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you're listening to my station. Powered by the Core 94. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.